Hello, welcome to the Withy Window Podcast, brought to you by Covenant Coffee. The Withy Window Podcast exists to help men and women have dominion and mastery over their corner of the earth as they build godly households that are sturdy, productive, and joyful. We believe that Jesus Christ is Lord over all, and we desire to see His Word come out our fingertips. Particularly, we desire to build upon the commands of Christ by speaking specifically about the wisdom of applying those commands. My name is Matt, and I'm joined here again by my wife, Sarah. Hey, guys. Well, today we're going to continue this discussion uh, about building a household mission, and I'm not going to take the time to rehash what we talked about last time in um, that the house is oriented, uh, I'm sorry, the, the husband's oriented away from the home, the wife should be oriented towards the home, and this whole idea that the household together should be oriented around the husband's mission, the father's mission, the man's mission. The outward mission. The outward mission. Yeah, that's good. So right here, so now we're going to talk about how does, if that's at the center, then how does that work with the family? How does that work with the wife? How does that work with the kids? So we're going to talk about a household mission. Now, when I say a household mission, what I don't mean is developing a totally different mission for your family. So I I don't like have my own like necessarily like my own personal mission. I mean, I probably have aspects that are kind of unique to me, but it's more like what is our household doing? You know, there's uh, a guy by the last name of Roberts who said it used to be that often the man would work from home, like, you know, he was a, a cobbler or he was mm-hmm. a blacksmith. And his family, you know, lived upstairs or lived on the same property where he was working. So it was easy for them to see that they were a part of that work. It was easier for the family to feel like they were a part of that mission. Mm-hmm. Well, then along comes things like the Industrial Revolution and so on and so forth, and offices and cubicles and so on. And so what happens is the husband, the father, then moves on to a different place uh, to do their mission. And so it's really easy then for the the family to feel like they're uh, not a part of that mission. Sure, and it's still continued now to where a lot of the f- times the family doesn't really even know what dad's doing. Yeah. Not yeah. involved. So what we do mean is developing a robust mission that includes all the goodness of your home and then doing it together. Like, what's it look like doing it together? And including all of the, which God has blessed your family. So back to Roberts. Now for our family... This has come a little more natural um, than what it might be for some people based on like dad's vocation and such particularly. Um, but it's come a little more natural, but I hope it'll give we give some working examples. So for us, part of our mission um, is ministry. Um, and particularly, you know, I serve in full-time vocational ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we, you know, we go to church together and... Sometimes on Sunday mornings, like, we actually drive together. Not always. Um, but <laughs> no, we're always we together at church in our local church body. 
Um, we're, we always are together with our weekly Bible studies and um, also together we're all waiting on dad to get done talking after church. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, so what would be typical is just um, just trying to keep the kids appeased. Sorry, kids, dad's taking a long time. But instead, what you do, you do a good job of helping them see, like, hey, guys, this is part of our family's mission. Your dad is caring for these people, and we're a part of that right. while we patiently wait. Our patience right here is helping dad have a peace of mind and un- being undistracted in how he ministers to that particular person mm-hmm. as um, he's talking to them. So I've, that's how I've helped our kids come on board with, you know, something that's naturally, you know, not fun yeah. just to be waiting and such. Oh, yeah, but, especially when you're hungry. Yeah. But to give them that vision, you know, it doesn't no. happen all the time, but it happens consistently enough that it's a consistent conversation, but they're, they're knowing that now. Yeah, that's right. And then, you know, things like them serving in the in the children's space with you. Yeah. You know. Yep. If if you know, part of my sub mission in church ministry is um, I'm a preschool teacher on Sunday mornings. And so a lot of times some, one or two of our kids will come and help me mm-hmm. and they'll and I, you know, I give them the, the the lesson and they might even like do a little drama with me or they're helping pass out snacks. They're helping play with the children. So, yeah, we talk a lot about doing that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's so many... Uh, like, I, I try to rightly bring my work home. So, meaning in conversations around the dinner table, mm-hmm. breakfast table, like, hey, here's what's going on. You know, and our kids will ask us, hey, mom and dad, so, you know, so-and-so made... Uh, this decision or so-and-so, you know, this kid said this and, you know, and we get a chance to talk through those and, mm-hmm. or, you know, the kids will ask frequently, dad, are you helping this family or, or, well, why are you getting together with that family? You know, and I don't share details that are unacceptable, but, but they want to know and they want to be a part of that and, and, and helping them see how they're a part of that. And, or, you know, particularly like, you know, if I'm helping a, a husband and wife, and they've got kids, mm-hmm. you know, and I can say, hey, um, I don't have to tell, you know, the kids what's going on in that couple's life by any means, but I can say, hey, you know, daddy's helping their their mom and dad. Why don't you just try to be encouraging to their children, you mm-hmm. know? I think they'd really appreciate that. You know, I don't have to say much more than that. Um, and then they, the kids can feel like they're a part uh, of that mission because they are. That's what that family needs. Their kids are struggling, or they're, or um, they just need someone else to encourage them, you know, along the way. Right. So. So next, like on the on the farm, you know, then it's part of why we intentionally went this route, right? So that we could do a lot of mission together. Lots of farming together. <laughs> Lots of projects together. Yes. Learning new things and doing new things together. Yeah. And we bring our kids along with us with everything. Yeah. And we're, it's, we're farming wise. And it's really easy and for you and I both have the proclivity to just do it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I would prefer just to have the kids go do something else and me just to get something done. Mm-hmm. You know? And sometimes that's just the way it is. Sometimes, you do that. yes. But, yeah. So like digging that trench that we just did or... Or Henry really taking on to doing the gardening with mm-hmm. you. Yep. You know, or 
you know, multiple of our kids like to cook. Um, I've had to shift my mindset away from just accomplishing the task to realizing that the, the task and the orientation and the mission is my child and equipping them and teaching them. Mm-hmm. So as I'm, it's a slower pace, it's more patient, we're more c- conversing, there's mistakes done, there's hindrances, you know, because they're, they're learning. Like I have, it, it's been a process, but I've had to grow and I've grown to see that as that's the journey to, of doing this together is exactly what we should be doing. That yeah. is the task. That, that's right. That's absolutely. And, you know, one thing I want to kind of maybe carefully nuance here is that it's not just about getting your kids to help you accomplish a job, mm-hmm. but helping them see the importance of the job, helping them see how it glorifies God, helping them see how it blesses their neighbor. Um, so I got a couple examples of that. You know, we've been doing this trench, Chapman and Hayden been right by my side, um, been course, digging course, a trench all four for, boys. A, for water lines. Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. digging a trench for water lines, five hundred fifty feet, and three water hydrants, and in all, you know, thirty inches or so down. And of course, past two days they've all been by hand filling all that trench back up, mm-hmm. which has been awesome. But Chapman Hayden have been by my side pretty much the whole time. Well, tonight, you know, you got to water the garden for the first time. With with that water, that well water, water from our mm-hmm. well that was dug in the 1800s, and but what I did was I purposefully, even though we needed to get the kids in bed, I invited Chapman to come along so he could watch mm-hmm. our productive work now bless our family. Yeah, hey, this is part of our mission. We've been we've been hard at this, and we're not quite done yet, but it's working. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I could just tell his demeanor was one of like honor mm-hmm. and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And and part of the way I could tell that oftentimes like with a man, because the man like wants to do more. Like mm-hmm. when he's inspired and he and he tastes the honor of a hard work and a job well done. And literally in that moment, like I, you know, I'm like, oh man, we gotta save time, we gotta do the podcast, like I'm tired, and when you get inside, well. Well, at that moment, Chapman, who's clearly tired because they shoveled so much today, but what's he want to do? He's like, Dad, can I go put up the rest of the hoses? I know I want the hoses that we don't need now because we ran all these water lines. Can I roll them up and put them in the barn? And and in normal nights, I mean, he's a hard worker, but normal nights he would be ready to get on the inside and get mm-hmm. on the bed. But he was inspired, like he wanted to do more. Well, it's because he had tasted accomplishing part of our mission. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm talking about in, in the first part of the episode, the uh, first part of this uh, on mission is like, we've got to give our kids like a taste of that. And that can look even like, so someone doesn't have a farm, a dad fixing a, le- a leaky faucet, like bringing their child along um, in a project, even mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Like every week. edging the yard, edging the yard, planting a garden, mm-hmm. like planting a new tree, yeah, watering it, mm-hmm. all part of like or, think about your mission, like what can mm-hmm. you do on your property, your sphere, the giftings that that God has given you, or the responsibilities God's given you, and how do you bring your kids along and inspire yeah. them of the good hard work and then the fruit that comes from that? Man, like another example would be you know inviting a family into your home, and and training your kids like you're going to have a certain job. And mm-hmm. our mission right. 
is to uh, care for this family, to love this family, to share truth with this family, and and you're going to be a part of that. Your job is going to be to clean up dishes when we're done. Your job is going to be to greet them at the door. Your job is, and then and then when that family leaves, then you sit down with your kids and you say, "Hey, how did that go? How mm-hmm. did our mission go tonight?" Mm-hmm. Man, you did good at this. You didn't do so good at this, and we accomplished this. And, and and now all of a sudden the kids like, oh wow, so that we were a part of building that, you know, awesome, and and help instill in them again, bringing them into this mission and and what it looks like to accomplish it. Yeah. So next, uh, again, like we talk about this being a little bit more natural in some of these ways. I, and when I say more natural, like it. It's less natural in like where a dad has to go off to a job that his kids never go to. You have to figure out a way to carefully uh, talk and bring that work back home. I think one way that can happen is around the the dinner table, the breakfast table, whatever meal time you guys have is um, having the kids or even mom model this is like, hey, dad, how was your day? And dad actually giving some detail that the kids can digest and ask questions so that they know what you do. Mm-hmm. And so they know how you, what you did, how you responded. And so you can bring them into your vocation um, through conversation, even if they really can't physically or mentally even do what you do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and so now we, we've got to, we've talked a lot about vocation, so we just got to be careful. I mean, certainly that's going to be a maybe one of the largest chunks, that and the church you're a part of and what you do there. But next, a man who has a family needs to consider what the mission looks like in his home, because now he has more interests to think about. He's got more skills to manage and develop. He's got more circumstances to tend to and lead. You mean like with the involvement of other human beings? Other image bearers. Yeah. Like God has gifted differently and uniquely from each other, from you. Um, They have different interests, I mean, Mm -hmm. different circumstances. Um, And... But your wife and kids are a resource Mm -hmm. that they've been given to you by God that you're called to steward. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not they're, the kids are not called to be your slaves. Your wife is not your slave, but they are your helpers, mm-hmm. um, and they are resources that bear the image of God that He's given to you that you have to care for. Um, you know, again, they have your kids have skills. Even little kids have skills and desires, um, and lots so, of time on their hands. Yeah, <laughs> kids do. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. They don't need that much time in front of the TV. So you got to think, what are some of those skills that each of your family members have? Take them into consideration. What are their proclivities? And, you know, maybe one is really good with animals. Um, One maybe is more tending to like, ooh, the plants, the garden. Another is maybe more gifted like with math or with computers or designing things digitally. And um, for us, we wanted land for our family to be able to explore these things because we have an animal lover mm-hmm. and multiple animal really lovers. multiple animal lovers. Yeah. yeah. We have one who likes to torture the animals. So I don't know if yeah, I, we're trying to grow out of that <laughs> <laughs> train looked, out of that. Looked out and saw him chasing the five ducks around the yard today. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think he was exercising dominion over the ducks. <laughs> okay. 
but in a way that wasn't helpful yeah. for the ducks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, we've kind of broke him of chasing the chickens, but because uh, they have eggs and they won't lay those eggs if they're stressed out by being <laughs> chased by a little redhead boy. <laughs> um, so, like, and they ask the question, like, what are some of those desires? So, what are some of the skills? What are some of the desires? Maybe one loves to see things grow. Maybe another loves to connect people together. Maybe another loves uh, or likes to draw or to make things pretty. Winnie loves to clean and like organize and decorate her bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell her to go clean her room. She she makes everything really pretty. Yeah, she does. It takes her forever. It does, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it keeps her busy yes, for it a little does. bit. That's right. <laughs> so on that on on that uh, point, you know, what kind of time do they have? What's your family's availability? Um, or do you just let the world eat up the time that you have? That goes I, back I, to me. I mentioned in the the first part of this mission podcast was like time and space. Do your kids? Does your family have time and space for conversation? To think, to to go explore, yeah. you know, to think about those. Was it was it Charlotte Mason who, uh, you know, the educator, uh, where she talks about like your kids need time to be bored. They do. It's like just free, like free leisure time. They need space and time. You can't just keep cramming them with information, cramming them with academics. They need time to process without anything organized for them. Mm. It doesn't make sense. Like, no, not organized activities, not even suggestions. Like, just go be. So it's time, if I'm understanding it correctly, it's time for th- for what they've taken in, mm-hmm. for them to have to take it and shift it and sift it and mold it and, like, put it to work. Absolutely. Like, to do something with it's it. It's a digestion of yeah. the ideas that they have come in contact with. Ideas are like, are like food for the brain, for the mind, for the soul. Mm. So now that you've asked uh, and answered these kind of questions, then now you need to ask how do these, the answers to these, how do they fit into the mission that God has given the Father? Mm-hmm. Um, he should ask all the same questions above. And again, a lot of these questions are from Foster's book, but does it afford good opportunities to make money? Can you see ways to use this to provide for yourself or for whatever? Uh, family God has given you? Does it afford good opportunities to love your neighbor? For instance, can you see ways to use this to advance the cause of your neighbor? Uh, of, of course, in a way that's consistent with God's law, you know, faithful and and honoring and righteous. Does it benefit others, or is it very inward-focused? Uh, and then the third question, or series of questions, does it afford good opportunities to glorify God? Like, can your family do this really well? Um, man, this is a, a very practical question for us on the farm. I mean, I've got kids who, who really want to do certain animal uh, businesses, mm-hmm. right? But you know, they can't even put their shirt on inside the right side <laughs> out and forward. You know, I mean, one of our kids consistently has a shirt inside out and backwards. It's. I noticed another child started doing that too. We're like, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> And this person, wants, this child wants to raise rabbits. Okay, well, buddy, you just don't have that skill yet, you know? And maybe we'll get there, but you got to work on this first mm-hmm. um, or work on taking a shower a little more often um, <laughs> before I can give you rabbits to take care of, you know? Um, but 
one of the beautiful realities is that when you do this, it gives your kids something to build, something to be a part of. Uh, and if you're doing it right, uh, namely that it's that it is um, connected and done for the glory of God, like and in tune and in line with with that, um, then your kids are partaking in that, um, which is something that transcends the purpose, uh, any kind of purpose that you might find uh, in anything else. So. Um, and part, you know, part of our mission is to be a productive household that brings good things for other people, you know, under mm-hmm. that household mission. And we think it is really good to teach our kids how to create, say, a business that brings in money and, and loves neighbors with uh, what they produce. And we have aims to let each of our kids start a little business on the homestead and like to, to work and to grow their skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one of the things like I intentionally do is let our kids take our eggs to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, I like they're carrying those in. And and then when we're when we're done, they see that they're all gone and we take home an empty crate. And so mm-hmm. they see that their work of feeding and watering mm-hmm. the chickens and taking care of them is now feeding another family. Well, at this point, you know, five families in our church um, that get a dozen eggs every single week. So all right, so next let's talk about the like the wife's mission. Uh, you know, too many times a wife will spend all of her time doing something that isn't a part of her husband's mission. Well, that could be easy to do if there's not a mission. <laughs> <laughs> that's or right. Or if there is a mission, well, but it's not uh, rehearsed or, you know, even or talked clear. about or clear or, or gone back to. Yeah, so it's yeah. just easy. Yeah. So, you know, um what's that phrase? It's hard a wife cannot do submission unless there there's is a, a mission. mission. Oh man, that was life-changing for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was life-changing for me too. <laughs> you know. Uh so you know, maybe you spend all of your time cleaning when what's really needed is, is just healthier food. You know, that that we've we've had some recent discussions on, you know, me spinning my my pregnancy brain on doing something that maybe isn't the most important. Like I would say maybe some important things that have needed to be done, um, like cleaning. <laughs> like I, we both really love a clean home. So putting efforts towards cleaning the home. And then when we, you know, kind of sit down at the end of the day, it's like, man, I think there was like, but I didn't get this, this and this done, all of which are very important. Mm-hmm. And you really helped me think through like, well, what is really, what is the most important? Yeah. If I'm limited right now in this season of being pregnant with child and um, not able to do all of the things, then what's the most important thing? And we have to adapt. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, but that was helpful. You know, I was like, we, that, that conversation helped me remember and know well, what is our mission. Yeah. And, and how do I, how does it ori- look different how in do this I orient the tasks during considering my current circumstances my current and limitations mm-hmm. from being pregnant? Uh, and, how do I order things around based on that that would best fulfill the mission? Right. And I would say this, it's really easy for uh, a woman to assume she knows what that looks like. 
um, instead of in collaboration with her head to go to him and say, all right, hey, here's my limitations. Here's the walls I'm hitting. Mm -hmm. Um, These are the things I see that need to be done. Can you help me order those? Mm -hmm. And then my my exhortation to husbands is you need to have an answer. Right. I mean, you may, may not have an answer right away, but you need to take that and think about it, and you need to give her direction and and show her, okay, well, let's do this and this, and if you can't get to this, at least get this done, um, and and give give priority there. And it'll be a blessing to her because it'll help free her up and, and encourage her and so on. Um, uh, you know, one thing I want to remember as we think about a wife's mission, that first and foremost, her mission is her husband. Yeah, it's true. Not so- the kids. Right, it's it's not it, it's not even uh, the thing outside the house. Like it's her husband. She, she was created to fix his aloneness, not not fix his loneliness, but his aloneness to come alongside him, um, to be his helper and completer. So her eyes are that direction to know him, to know her husband and serve her husband. Not the husband she wants, not the husband with the mission that she wants, but the one that God's given her. Um, so she should be oriented towards him. Right, and she needs to find her mission within the framework of her husband's mission. Yeah. It's actually really clarifying to have a framework built for you to know these are the parameters um, and, and such. Like So part of finding your mission within the framework of your husband's mission is like first, you know, a husband and wife together, like assess the wife's skills, um, assess the abilities, the circumstances, you know, what are her strengths and what are the weaknesses and not just for assessing sake and leave it there, but how to grow the weaknesses to be strengths. We Mm -hmm. don't just leave the weaknesses as they are and like, Oh, well this is, she's just not gifted here. I mean, maybe some areas. Yeah. But how yeah, do we know, grow? You know, when we were thinking about starting this podcast, I worked through all these kinds of questions. I sure. had to think through, is this something that my wife is able to do? Um, you know, I'd already been doing some podcasting, and obviously I speak for a living, essentially, but, like, is this something that my wife um, is either really good at, or is it something that she um, has the the talent, but it just needs to be developed? Um and and I think that's where you were at when we started. I think like yeah, yeah, the yeah, comfort level and the, yeah, I had to yeah. I had to consider your comfort level. Mm-hmm. And I knew, and so in this situation, I knew that this was going to push you some. It still is. <laughs> I, I I knew that, but but I knew that you were that God had gifted you in ways because I know you that fit this context. It just you needed various opportunities and encouragement to to take that next step. Um, and uh, and so here we are. But yeah. my point is I had to, to consider those things because, mm-hmm. I mean, if if you were a terrible speaker, this would be a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. But, man, I'm going to put that square peg in that round Sometimes hole. Sometimes you're just not gifted in that area, <laughs> and you should just not. <laughs> So how does, you know, if a woman's to be a helper to her husband, her mission to be within the framework of her husband's mission, you know, how, what does that, what can that practically look like in helping your husband? So I thought of some examples. Um, So when Matt gives our older 
children, our older two boys, a farm task to do, say, while he is away at work. It's important for me, since I'm home, to take the responsibility to ensure that that, um, that task gets done. And so practically, what do I do? I add it to my, my own to-do list. Um, I am intentional in encouraging them and reminding them and pushing them to keep going when it's hard because mm-hmm. they tend to be a little bit more free with um, all their, their woes in their task. You know, when dad's around, like they're like, okay, okay, dad. Yep, got it. <laughs> but when dad's away, like, oh, mom, I'm hot. I'm tired. Yeah, I think, you know, I think one of our children, because they were, you know, I got them going on filling the ditch this uh-huh. morning. And I think the one who I figured would be the first one to come up to the house to ask when was breakfast coming, I think he was a bit surprised when dad stepped you out on the porch. You weren't gone yet. And I was not gone. Yes. And, you know, I'm like, <laughs> as soon as dad pulls away, you know, someone comes on back home, like back up to the porch, like, hey, mom, uh, so when's breakfast or when's this, you know? So I just look at it as like I'm an extension of Matt, you know, to encourage them. I'm not going to coddle them. Um, I'm going to hear hear their complaints or such, but I'm going to direct them to, hey, you know what? Dad's given this to you, and he knows what you're able to do, and you need to work hard. You need yeah. to step up. You know, I'm, you know, I've also had you know young boys t- training to be men, so I'm, I have to um, not coddle them as it could be easy for moms to do. So that would be one example of me aiding, you know, my husband's mission. Another example, um, our household wants to teach our kids and others how God has given us animals and plants to care for, and to eventually those animals and stuff will be used for food. Mm -hmm. And my role in that is cheerfully like taking the raw food, um, like say from our garden, all of our kids have been involved in Matt too, in the developing of our garden, which is nothing, anything spectacular, but we threw it together this year and, you know, taking that food and making it tasty and nourishing and the whole while we're teaching our kids that God has given us these animals and plants to steward and to grow and we honor their purpose. Like just tonight I was taking, Winnie and I went to the grocery store and we've seen this cashier multiple times. She goes, oh, you're back again. And Winnie has to go, and she wondered, like the cashier wondered, why are we getting this hot sauce? And Winnie said, my daddy likes it in jambalaya. <laughs> but, the t- but then they had a full conversation. But then she adds, Winnie adds, and my mom and her jambalaya had peppers from our garden and zucchini from mm, our garden. Wow. You know, and I didn't even realize that she was really listening, you know, in that particular way today. But she understands and she values that. And that was part of her conversation with mm. the cashier at, at Kroger. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, those are some examples of um, me as wife taking the mission and helping our children do that. Mm. And, and even myself, like, do that with the food. Mm. So, uh, la- final few things here. First would be like a question, how do you communicate it as a husband? Um. And there's just, I mean, we can get into some super practicals here, um, but A, you got to know it, so, Mm -hmm. and you got to embody it, and you just got to think about it, and... You know, that that could be hard work. It's like, well, what do I do? Where do I start? And I hope that maybe the last episode helps you with those questions. We repeated the questions even this time, too. Yeah. But take those questions, and take some time, like, think about them, answer them, write them down. Yeah. Pray about them. 
That's right. And then you got to speak it. <laughs> so nothing profound here. You got to know it and you got to speak it. Talk about the plans with your wife. Give the plans to your kids. Uh, as your kids get older, invite them into making the plans. Like I've really seen our oldest really blossom here recently and taking ownership um, before we had those friends come up from uh, North Carolina, like mm-hmm. our eldest really, you know, Chapman really took on getting the farm ready and the house ready. And so much so that he was making plans and he was assigning tasks, which is just a huge growth in him. It was such a big blessing. Yeah. It, like, it was funny. It was one breakfast morning that we have a prep day and we sit down, we're eating our eggs and I have my list on my phone of things I'm going to tell each kid to do. And Chapman just starts talking. He goes, okay, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, this matches a lot of what I had written down. So I just let him carry Uh on. (laughs) I just, I love it. So you got to know it and you got to speak it. I mean, it's not rocket science. Um, And if you just talk about what are we doing? What are we about? What are our plans? What's our goals as a family? And then the practice, what are the steps we're going to take to get there? Like today, what are we going to do? Right. And so as a wife, how do you get on board? And I would say lots um, of conversations with your husband. Initial conversations of like defining the mission. And then it doesn't stop there. Like then lifelong ongoing conversations. Um, meaning like having meaningful checkpoints um, with each other to assess if this choice or that choice fulfills the mission. Mm-hmm. Like say you're wanting to take a class on something or if you're wanting to go take a girl's trip someplace, you know, all good things. But like, is this is this good for our mission right now? Um, and I would say another way is a wife needs to hold, you know, that framework of your husband's mission tightly and um, consciously and be creative and robust I'm doing the tasks with like understanding that you are bringing life and animation to the family mission. This is not some mission that you have to like die to yourself and your dreams, but it's actually just, it's a framework of life and you have a huge role to bring beauty and robustness Mm -hmm. to God's mission for your husband. And so just you have to train your mind to like think of it that way because there was so much, so much ongoing um, creativity to be had. Mm, That's good. So we'll end with a few things from Foster here. What will your name stand for at the end of your life? Second, what will it mean to come from or be a part of your household? You know, we talk regularly like boys... And girls like that's not what a McBee does. This is what a McBee does. Like I, I want them to know this is what it means to be a part of this household. Like we're a part of something that's awesome mm-hmm. and powerful and beautiful and good and glorious. You know, um, like I was proud of the boys in their first soccer practice when the coach told them to go get water. I noticed our two oldest jogged over to get water when everyone else walked when the rest of the team, the other 12, 13 teammates walked. And when they got done drinking, they jogged back out to the coaches when the rest of their teammates walked. And that's something I've trained them to do. Like we, we hustle and mm-hmm. we move fast and we don't make people wait on us. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I was I was encouraged to watch that. I didn't remind them of that. That's just what they did. They probably didn't even think about it or realize that's what they did. But then on the way home, I reminded them like it, what it means to come from this household is that we we hustle mm-hmm. and we're dependable and uh, we're going to get the job done. And so, what will it mean to come from or be a part of your household? And then, lastly, how can you move towards this goal in some increment of time? Like, where do you want to be in one, three, five, seven, ten years um, as a household? What are you What are you aiming for? And set some like goals or some checkpoints and and so on and so forth. So yeah, that's good. You know. All right. Well, I I hope again this has been helpful and. And again, if, if you wouldn't mind, take some time to consider praying and, and joining us on Patreon and supporting us there. Um, and definitely go leave us a five-star review, you know, um, so we can uh, outnumber the, the one-star reviews from Pagans. That would be <laughs> awesome. So uh, thank you for joining us this week. Uh, if you'd like to support us, again, go to Patreon. Um, Now go seek God and His Word as you build your household through dominion and mastery to be joyful, sturdy, and productive.